Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. That's about what I think about it right now. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I um, I did not want to get up this morning, and I've been staying up super, super late, which is very unusual for me. Um, but yesterday. Uh, my job was like it was craziness you guys I'm a housekeeper and uh, some of the people that stay are just very messy people it's it's kind of interesting to clean rooms and some of these people are you know they stay weekly and they work in the oil field so they live in the in you know they live there but they they'll start with like one little bag of thing and this is like most of the people that stay there they'll start with like one little thing and it seems like you know when they get their paycheck because suddenly they got new clothes new fancy clothes new cologne um trash everywhere fast food spilt everywhere and then when they leave, the room has got like food on every surface. I'm talking every surface, you guys. I did a TikTok video on this. Um, it's disgusting. And uh, <laughs> I'm a super clean person. To the point probably maybe a little extreme, but I don't think so. Like for me, I like how I am. I'm very... Like, it's got to be a certain way. There's a place for everything. There's a way to do it. We don't need a hundred of one thing. Like, I don't like hoarding. Um, I was keeping a bunch of stuff for uh, somebody's uh, refuge store all summer. And I had enough. And two weeks ago, I went through my entire house and threw it all away. I didn't care. Like, I had enough. Like, I can't hoard things. So when I clean rooms like this, I see the buildup coming. Like, one of these rooms has been there for about three weeks. And I knew it. Every time I walk in there, I'm like, ugh. And you can't, like, they're very messy where they leave their personal items where it makes it hard to clean. Like you can't do anything, you just have to leave it. And when I'm talking caked, you guys, it's like they ate like a one-year-old on the table, left food scattered everywhere and they just leave it. But then they put their money on top of there and then they put their stuff on top of there and they put clothes on there so you can't even wipe it. And it gets frustrating. So yesterday was a, it was like, it was a little frustrating but when you, but as I've done this, I realized that reflects on a lot on a person. When somebody lives like that, they have never been responsible for themselves. They've never had to clean up for themselves. They just expect somebody else to do it. And then they leave the mess. They constantly leave their mess for somebody else because, you know, they're very entitled. They're very in their ego. They've never had to take care of themselves. They're very blind to the world. Um, they're mindless when it comes to thinking about how their actions affect others. Like these men's sloppy behavior, uh, 
of course gives me a job okay you know that's just that comes with the job but if they were ever to be with somebody and this was the video I did on TikTok you know these are the very men that sit there and want to have a significant other yet they can't even take care of themselves and I'm just like yeah sometimes my mind just sits there and I just have to shut my mouth because uh, otherwise the truth will come out and I'll hurt people's feelings like my daughter said I was really mean yesterday she goes mom you really mean with the truth sometimes and I was like it's the truth like it's very very much true another bit of truth that's going on maybe I'm just like on one today so our town which is very small, um, gave parents the option of virtual academy versus the children going into actual school. And they didn't require mass at first, but they heavily suggested it. So when it came time to decide whether my children were gonna do virtual or go to school, I actually sat them down and I gave them the choice. But when I gave them the choice, we discussed what their rights and responsibilities were for each one. So my children knew what was gonna happen if they went to school. You would have to do all these things, but it's a possibility you could get sick. And you know what? We would just go through it. Like that was just something I, I had established mentally before I gave them the choice. Like, you know, if this happens, we're just gonna roll with it. Well, my children opted for Virtual Academy, you know, just, which is working out amazing. Like I have amazing children. Um, we have an amazing structure in our home, but there are now cases of Corona testing positive within the school. And now parents are upset and they're freaking out and they're panicking and all these coughs and everything. We had one woman at work I wish she would just get Corona. This is what I said that my daughter said it was so mean. I wish she would just get it because every time she coughs, she thinks she's got it and she's taking three days off. And one day she might watch this. And you know what? I'm sorry. That's the truth. But you know, here's what it boils down to. We sit here, we know this virus, we've got these parents are sending their kids to school, understanding that there's a possibility your children could get sick. And now you're freaking out about it? Like, it, you, um, you want, like, it's not, it mind boggles me that you knew the consequences and now that things are happening, you're upset because they weren't forcing masks, they weren't doing this, but you still accepted the responsibilities of sending your kids to school and what that would entail. That's what's mind boggling to me. These parents never fully think about their choices. Like sitting down with my children, we were able to discuss everything that could possibly happen. And in discussing it, we were prepared for what could happen. Um, <clears throat> now, if, if my kids would have went to school and this would have happened, I wouldn't be panicking. I'd be like, oh, you're coughing? Okay, yeah, well, <clears throat> we all cough. It's called life. <laughs> but a lot of people nowadays are using that fear, just like 
I've been talking about my fear just immobilize me. They just become immobilized. Like this woman I work with, she hears her kid cough or she coughs, like she freezes in fear and she just can't do anything. She can't work. She can't do anything. So it gets frustrating to hear people complain about the same thing and they accept the responsibility for it. Like when you accept the responsibility, take all the consequences. I'm speaking to myself on this one, <clears throat> maybe a possible future endeavor. I don't know. I, my mind's all over the place, you guys. So I'm trying to stay focused. Um, I don't know what's going on. I've just had a lot of, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. A lot of really crazy, crazy emotions going on that, um, I'm not quite understanding and I don't. I'm just going with it, you guys. And all I can say is like when it comes to emotions where I'm learning how to um, actually communicate my emotions, actually um, express my emotions, like sometimes we just may not understand it. Like right now, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on inside of me, but I'm gonna keep doing the same things every day I'm supposed to do and just go with it and go with things and know that everything will be okay. Like I don't have to have control of everything and I don't have to understand everything. That In that is letting go of having to understand to have faith in God. Ah, see God's teaching me something right there. He is just like right there, Christine. I don't have to understand everything right now of what I'm feeling or what I'm going through to trust that God is, um, you know, I have to trust God in the steps that he's laying out before me, which I do. I, I'm just going with it. But yeah, it gets, it gets crazy sometimes. My emotions get crazy. I have extreme, extreme, like hyper highs. And then I've had extreme, like, like feelings of love where I'm crying and like deep reflection of my life and gratitude and just think like loving things. Like it'll be so intense like this. It'll be just like this where I'll just start bawling, but it's such a happy, loving thing. And then the extreme highs are sometimes like, I'm so like hyperly high and it's, it's coming from God. You guys, this is all natural. I am so all natural. There's like no toxin, nothing within my body. There's nothing I've ingested that could possibly make this happen. You know, everything that comes, uh, that comes to my home that I digest or intake is all natural. Like there's, I don't even take over the counter. So I can't even say it's like anything over the counter. This is all natural. You should see me when I eat a sugar cane stick. I get a little crazy. It's like, I get super, super hyper and I have some in my cupboard. So I'm like, should I have some today? Way off topic. But it's things like that to get me like, but there are moments like yesterday, I just felt extreme moments of like intense, um, like, like intense highs. And I know it's coming from God and I don't understand it, but I just go with it. And sometimes it's like, I get so hyper and I'll be talking that I like, 
I'll stumble over my words and I have to like, I have to go, I have to slow down because I'm like, was trying to come out is going faster than what my body can physically speak out. It's interesting to analyze myself when I'm going through those things. And it happens at work. I do it. In, I'm, I'll be talking and I'll be like, I have to slow down. I don't know what's wrong with me, you guys. I just feel really, I don't know what right now, but just let me go with it. And they just let me. They know like I get extreme spiritual things going on. So, and then the, um, the backyard thing, you guys. Okay. It was a little intense. Like I... I was preparing, um, and you know, I was about, it took me about, I was like 30 minutes later than when the opening was, but I went, I was so nervous pulling up. I literally like was choking. I was just like, is this, is this the, and I knew they were from the church and they were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I, don't, I don't know. Like, do I take my shoes off? Do I do this? Do I do that? But, um, they were so, so very, very sweet. And it was at the pastor and his wife's house. And Dana, I absolutely just, I love her. She's an amazing person. Everybody was so, so kind. And I realized walking in the back, um, they have an amazing backyard. Uh, I'm vegan. <laughs> and I just, I literally made this choice. Um, I can't remember the last time I had meat, to be honest. I think it was about two weeks ago was the last time I had meat. But I literally made this choice in Fargo. I kind of knew I was not really going to eat meat again. Maybe, maybe, maybe on a special occasion. Maybe if God caught, like it's something like that I need to have spiritually to satisfy a hunger deep inside of me. Like there's things I've had to try just to try them. But I mean, it day to day to day, I just don't eat meat. So when I went to there and they were barbecuing, I was like, oh. I was like, God, can I have meat? And he's like, mm, you made a commitment. No, no, no. And I was like, oh, so I'm looking over what they have. And there was casseroles with meat in it. I was like, Oh, well, I can't have that one. Um, but they did have a lot of veggies and fruits and desserts. Oh, you guys, for the last two days, I've eaten nothing but desserts. So I have to do, like, I'm going to buy a watermelon and I'm just going to blend watermelon juice for the next two days and just let, like, flush out all this, like, all this sugar that I've eaten, all this cane sugar is just, maybe that's why I'm, like, super, super hyper. Because hmm, it's all this cane sugar I've been eating. Eh, anyway, so it was a lot, a lot of fun. And um, we did some line dancing, Virginia line dancing. That was fun. Um, my partner was like almost, he was really, really tall, you guys. And I hadn't danced in a long time. But I was just like, it was fun. But because he was so tall, it was a little bit awkward <laughs> and I was like and ironically you guys I'm not I can't make this up ironically he ended up bringing a bottle of wine and everybody knows you know I used to drink I'm very open about that and they were asking me if it was an issue that he was drinking and I was like nah nah I don't care and then later on he ended up being my partner and I was like huh 
yeah, that's God showing me. Like, I don't, he showed me something in that. I won't share it, but I was just like, ah, oh, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. But you guys, it was so much, so much fun. I had so much fun. I never danced. I haven't danced and laughed like that in a really, really long time. And I just come home and stayed up late. I don't know what the deal is. Like, I've just been up late. And I'm probably going to take a nap after this. So I'm done talking about yesterday. And I do want to get into today's daily bread. And it does discuss emotions. So it kind of flows beautifully in with like me trying to understand, not understand, but just let my emotions be and I'll just ride with it and persevere through it. And at the end of it, I'll understand later. So the verse comes from Psalm. Let's see if I can write today. Psalm chapter 147, verse 3. Ooh, down in the end of Psalms. And you guys, if you ever read Psalms, if anybody's ever read Psalms all the way through, okay, and I have at least once, but it starts out and it's an emotional roller coaster ride. Psalms is literally, it's if you can relate to it, which most of us can when we're on our journey with God, it's literally the emotional roller coaster of facing all the choices that you have made in your life, who you had become in the world, and now having to come out of it and become a, a, a person, a new creation by God. So it's that emotional roller cried, those right, those ups and downs, like just of now seeing things that God's showing you and like having to be, having to carry your cross every day. And sometimes those days are brutal. So Psalms is a very, very beautiful and you can, you can definitely relate it to your life. I know I've related the Psalms to my life. So this Psalm is, says, great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limits. Um, this one's called God Understands. After a recent move, Mabel's seven-year-old son Ryan fussed as he prepared to attend a summer in summer camp at his new school. Mabel encouraged him, assuring him that she understood change was hard. But one morning, Ryan's out-of-character grumpiness seemed excessive. With compassion, Mabel asked, what's bothering you, son? Staring out the window, Ryan shrugged. I don't know, mom. I just have too many feelings. And that's crazy. That's like, when you have too many feelings and you just don't understand it and you're trying to make sense and you just get caught up in the circle of those emotions. It was like that diagram that I drew earlier this week. That's what it ends up being. And kids go through that. I went through that as a child, like trying to understand those emotions. Um, Mabel's heart ached as she comforted him, desperate for a way to help him. She shared that the move was hard for her too. She assured Ryan that God would stay close and he knows everything, even when they couldn't understand or voice their frustrations. Let's set up a visit with your friends before school starts. They made plans, grateful that God understands even when the children have too many feelings. A writer of Psalms 147 experienced overwhelming emotions throughout his faith journey, recognized the benefits of praising all-knowing maker and sustainer of all, the healer of physical and emotional wounds. He praised God for ways he provides and delights in those that fear him. 
who put their hope in his unfailing love. When we are struggling to make sense of our emotions, we don't have to feel alone or discouraged. We can rest in the unlimited understanding of our unchanging, loving God. How does knowing that God understands your most intimate needs help you trust him? (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) I'll do that again. How does knowing God understands your most intimate needs help you trust him while you process your emotions? What emotions seem most difficult for you to place into God's mighty and merciful hands. Sovereign God, thank you for assuring me that you understand and care about my emotional and physical needs. Thank you, God, for understanding me like I'm, I can't even understand me, you guys. And when I say this, I mean it. I was talking to the pastor's wife. There are things that God has brought me through that I could have never done on my own because I didn't know that 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 existed. There are things inside me. There's desires and dreams I didn't know existed and they're starting to surface and I don't know which way to go. And uh, all I can do is lean on to God to hopefully be able to have these desires and dreams satisfied in the way that God has prepared for me. Because you guys, when it comes to living life, here's what I have come to terms with. Here's what I have come to terms with. And like when you are whole in life and you're following God, God does not place un wanted unnecessary desires and dreams within you so now i'm at a place where i'm starting to like these things are awakening in me and you know it started with going to college it started with this online ministry um it started with a lot of things in my life started waking up like I want those things it was a desire it was a dream I started pursuing it but there are other things like needs that I didn't understand I didn't know some of the healing I had to go through to get to today I didn't know I would have to you know start communicating my emotions. I didn't know that there was things inside of me, angers and resentments that I had to deal with. I didn't know those things and I didn't know how to deal with them. So I had to ride through the emotions and persevere and get the understanding afterwards from God. So you guys, God does not place within you desires and dreams that are not authentic. Like some of these things in my life, are probably not true for everybody. They're unique to my personal creation. And um, and it's in that that I don't lean onto other people's understanding of what I'm supposed to be doing. I lean onto what God is placing in my life to fulfill these desires and dreams and to pursue it because that's the way God planned out for me. And some of these, you know, um, in human society, in the human mind, you'd be like, nah, nah. 
but for me they're very real and it's something I'm dealing with right now that I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna whatever it is I don't understand like I don't understand it but I'm going to pursue it because God has laid out the steps for me to do it if I just communicate it it's I don't know I mean I do know but I'm not gonna get too like in depth about what it is I just want to share the fringes of it with you guys and just inspire you or get you to critically think that all of our journeys are quite unique with God. We're all created for a different purpose in this world and different desires and different dreams. And what I mean by that is that's why you have to create your own intimate relationship with God because it's in that intimacy and that relationship you start finding out that, okay, there was a reason I feel this way. There's a reason I want that. And just because other people told me it was wrong, that's not true. It is right. That's what I'm supposed to want. And now I have to go seek it to have that deep desire satisfied in only the way that God knows how it needs to be satisfied. Oh, I said that perfectly, you guys. I can't even re-say that. I can't, I can't even repeat that. So that's why it's so very vital to have your own intimate relationship because these things that I am now pursuing that were downcasted or judged or shunned by people or could be, I, I could be persecuted and I mean, that's what I call it, you know, judging, persecuted for following these things that God has placed inside of me. And I know he placed them inside of me because I talk to him all the time. He doesn't lie to me. God will never lie to you. God never lies and he never misplaces these things in you, you guys, ever, ever, ever. It's taken me quite a long time to really come to grips with there's just certain things that not everybody will understand, but God understands. And that's all that matters. And I can't lean on to anybody else. I just have to lean on to God to persevere to get to this thing that he has placed inside of me. Mm. And that's where God knowing what I truly need, he knew what I truly needed from the beginning to get me to this point. Like he was building me up to be prepared to understand that this will be okay in, in all things you know I go back to when I pursued college I used to never think that was something I could have and now like I'm on the Dean's list honor society like I'm taking some tough courses you guys but they're 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 amazing. Like it's, it's challenging me and I'm going to have this career that I want. I'm going to have this dream now. I believe it with all my heart. Like I don't like, there's no turning back. So when you start pursuing these things and you start, you know, like for me, I didn't involve a bunch of people in these dreams I chased. Why? Cause people will put your fire out because they look at it and they look at it from their broken filter and I don't mean to downtrot a lot of people, but we do. Like, we will downplay or like 
we will give them advice from our understanding of the world. And sometimes that's from a broken filter and that's the honest truth. So when I started pursuing certain things, I just did it on my own with God. And that was it. I didn't talk to a lot of people. I've gotten very comfortable not asking people or telling people what I'm doing. I just do it. And that's that because I just don't want to hear what other people have to say about my journey. Oh, I'm on one today, you guys. Like, I can feel a little, like, I'm a little, I'm a little attitude-y. So, I do not apologize. These are real emotions. Like, I'm going to admit, and I'm not going to apologize. I'm a little attitude-y right now. And I don't, I don't know why. Like, dang. But those, that's the part of me that comes out that my daughter will see. Where I'm a little bit, like, that kind of brutal truth. Like, you know. Um, so yeah, you guys, that's why it's so important to have that relationship with God between just you and God is because God's going to light that fire and he's going to make the way for you. Human society will try to blow it out because they come from a place of fear as well. And if they don't think they can do it, how are they going to have faith that you can do it? Now... I'm going to be honest about myself. There there was a place in time where I started having a lot of, like, I just, I believed in people. Like, I believed in society. I started seeing God was unveiling that everybody is created with a purpose. And that's when I actually started posting videos on my old page. I was just like, you've got to find that. I wanted to empower people. And so... Um, sometimes people will come to me to receive the truth, to be empowered, uh, because I'm just that way. I, I don't know what God's going to show you. And because I know what he's shown me is pretty crazy for me. And I don't want to tell people when people say they want to do something, I believe it. Like, go do it. You obviously are being called by God. Like if you are pursuing something and that's your dream, you're being called. Pursue it. Keep going. Don't give up. Like, and don't let anybody stop you because nobody, here's what I, I love to say. Nobody else knows what's going on in your mind but you. And that's between you and God. Whether you believe in God or not, those dreams, those passions, all of those ideas that get working in here, those creative juices, those are between you and God. Now, when you start, you know, getting other people to get their opinion, there you don't know where they've came from. I've come from a broken place where I put that brokenness onto people before. I will be honest about that. So now having overcome that and becoming empowering to people, I've realized I've seen people that have placed their brokenness on me and held me back in my dreams versus other people who didn't. There was people that just let me grow. And I'm grateful for those people. Oh, you guys, we're going to get on a whole different tangent. But critically thinking the challenge of the day. Oh, I can't even think right now, you guys. <sighs> challenge of the day. Why can't I think? I want you to, to think about a time 
when you went through some crazy emotions, like, and you didn't know who to turn to and you held it in. Think about that. Like it was so, you didn't know who to talk to because they wouldn't handle it the way you knew you needed it. Like there's times I go through things and I don't want people around me because I know what they'll tell me will just comfort me and it won't actually put me in the right direction where I need to go. When have you ever experienced emotions where you just could not lean onto another person, but maybe you didn't lean onto God. Now, I want you to think about that. How did you, how did you get through that? Did you get through that or have you crushed that down and pushed that inside of you and not dealt with it? Like, how did you release those emotions or are they still residing in you? Oh, that's the challenge right there. Oh, I knew it would come to me. Thank you, God. I want you to think about a time where you went through some crazy extreme emotions. How did you deal with it? How did you release it? And if you didn't release it, it's somewhere inside of you. Now I want you to think, maybe think about that situation. Does it still bother you? If it still bothers you, then you need to ask God, God, please help me. And this is a prayer. You keep it simple. God, this thing still bothers me. Please help me to release those emotions. And it's just as simple as that. And you trust in what you're being guided to do. You just have to trust that. And sometimes what you get guided to, like for emotions like that to come out of me, because I've asked out that specific question, you guys, and for God to get what it was inside of me out for me to manage it, he literally had to lead me to a position to be extremely crushed, to be shattered, to where literally I became so vulnerable and shattered, it had to come out. It finally came out in an emotional shattered state. And then God brought understanding. But literally it's like being, sometimes it's led through pain and suffering to open up the pain and suffering. That's the only way out is through. So when you ask for that, just be prepared. Like you have to go through suffering to open up the suffering, to release the suffering. It really is. It's, it's a painful, beautiful, crazy thing, you guys, but that's, that's really what it's like. It's not all butterflies and rainbows. There's pain and suffering to come out of pain and suffering, but it truly is worth it because once that toxic thing is out of you, you become lighter, you become freer, you fly a little bit higher. You, God opens the door for you to move forward somewhere, somewhere else in your life. <clears throat> Every time that has happened to me, he opened the door to something new in my life that was even more amazing than what I left behind. So you guys, that's your challenge for the day. I love you. Have a happy Saturday. Thank you for listening to me probably become like, I don't know. I'm unfocused for whatever reason and I need to get a grip on it. But you guys, I love you. God bless.